Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Drill Down with Marty Stetzer. This podcast is part of our EKTI Oil and Gas Learning Network, brought to you by Oil 101, our free introduction on how the oil and gas industry works. Today, as another in our 2118 Outlook series, we have an 18-minute executive summary of the annual World Oil Breakfast that was held in Houston on January 26th. The World Oil editors covered their outlook for global drilling activity. In a nutshell, the World Oil theme is, led by the U.S., the global drilling recovery gains momentum. This podcast is a little longer than our typical sessions, and we also held off production to let you know of some very interesting industry developments, and we'll cover them as we go along. Today, I'm joined by Joe Perino, a longtime friend and industry veteran. You've heard Joe's popular sound off series on our website. We're happy to again have his help as we present the World Oil 2018 Outlook. Joe, welcome. Thanks, Marty. Nice to be here. Before we hear from Joe, let us make a few comments. We will not try to cover or repeat the extensive amount of data presented at the breakfast or a follow-up webinar that World Oil conducted. You can also now access all the details in the February 2018 issue of World Oil. We will present updates to the World Oil's team's observations since January 26th and some of the business drivers behind the data, the so-called words behind the music. Joe, why don't you start off? Thanks, Marty. Andy McDowell, publisher of World Oil, opened the breakfast session with some interesting history. Now in its 92nd year, the World Oil forecast is a trusted source of projections relating to global E&P activity, especially drilling. Their data are collected from proprietary surveys and interviews of governments and operators around the world. In addition to spending activity for worldwide drilling and production, this year's forecast also includes a summary of the political factors impacting the U.S. industry. Now, the 2018 breakfast is the 50th, with the first one presented by Bob Scott, the World Oil founder, to only 20 attendees. But this year, over 400 attended the Houston event. Andy kicked off the session by discussing the key drivers of their drilling activity forecast. They include a 2018 and 2019 crude price forecast of $60.10 for West Texas Intermediate and $64.40 for Brent. Note that that is slightly above the EIA forecast. And as we speak, oil is just about $61 a barrel. U.S. crude production for 2018 and 19 was forecasted at over 10 million barrels a day, exceeding the 2017 production rate of 9.3 million barrels a day. Natural gas pricing is another story, with the industry recovering from a 17-year low in 2017. The world oil forecast of $3.05 per million cubic feet is again slightly above the EIA forecast. Now, even with these low gas prices, EIA forecasts an increase in 2018 production of almost 4% due to pipeline completions in the Marcellus Shale and Permian Basin. This shows the importance of understanding midstream activities in the E&P operation. 
Take a look at our Oil 101 introduction to Midstream on our EKT Interactive website to learn more. Now coming back, the U.S. rig count grew substantially in the first half of 2017, but has stagnated a bit in recent months. Operators are drilling more wells with fewer rigs. Even so, the U.S. rig count on March 2nd uh, of 800 is 33% above the same time in 2017. Some 80% of U.S. rig activity is doing oil, and this has been consistent for the last seven years. International rig count is expected to decline 10% because most offshore deep water activity is not economic at current prices. Marty, back to you. Joe, thanks. First, I'd like to discuss the tremendous difference in the U.S. federal attitude towards the industry, which World Oil calls the elephant in the room. Friendly policy decisions could continue to bolster increased activity in 2018 as the administration continues to promote American energy dominance. A number of initiatives have already been implemented, including passage of an energy-friendly tax bill, the EPA canceling of paperwork requirements to report methane emissions, approval of both the Dakota Access and Keystone XL pipelines, the stopping of frivolous lawsuits that punish operators, and the removal of the ban on offshore drilling in the Atlantic. The administration still has a number of pro-industry things in process, so watch your headlines. It is not clear, and very unlikely, that all of these steps will be implemented. Offshore drilling in the Atlantic is already being challenged by the governors. But there's definitely a positive attitude towards oil and gas with the new administration. One negative in this picture is the administration's treatment of trade agreements, especially the 1993 NAFTA Accord. Any change to NAFTA between the U.S., Mexico, and Canada could impact the industry's ability to easily transfer capital and hydrocarbon resources across borders. Newly proposed trade sanctions on steel and aluminum imports could also upset the apple cart. Of all the countries in the world, Canada, our closest ally for decades, provides most of our steel imports. Their imports are offset by a very large set of exports from the U.S. of goods and services to Canada. China's steel imports to the U.S. are far down the list, just for the record. Now moving on to CapEx. Each year, World Oil features data from an upstream spending survey done by James West and his team at Barclays Capital. Barclays has been doing this survey for over 30 years, and James has been involved for 17. While the survey covers a significant chunk of the global upstream industry, it is by no means the total market. However, James West forecasts an 8% increase in global CapEx spending in 2018, an improvement from a 4% growth in 2017, which, by the way, was preceded by two years of double-digit declines. World Oil's second CapEx source is the investment banking firm Evercore ISI. They forecast a very optimistic U.S. CapEx increase of 15% in 2018. Even with this solid increase, CapEx is still 50% below the peak spending in 2014. Companies that have made it through the downturn now seem to have a focus on return on investment 
rather than straight production growth. Both large independents and majors are focused on the short-cycle shale oil plays rather than multi-year offshore and deepwater projects. However, with the steep decline curves in shale plays, this could lead to a looming supply shortfall, since most of the projects with elephant reserves potential are now offshore, especially in deep water. Tracking company budgets is extremely important. In the past, the key drilling activity forecast indicators were seismic activity and well permits. However, with today's focus on shale plays, it's all about having capital to invest in rigs, wells, and completions. The E&P capital budget forecast is now the best leading indicator of drilling and oilfield services activity. Let me turn it back over to Joe. Thanks, Marty. You know, what everyone was looking for at the breakfast is the drilling forecast. In the U.S., World Oil is forecasting a very good year for drilling, with a 12% increase in activity in 2018, leading to just over 27,000 new wells to be drilled. Total footage in the U.S. is also expected to increase 15% to just over 300 million feet, most of that being horizontal. Footage is now obviously more related to long laterals in the shale plays than the actual well count. It would also be interesting to analyze how the total length of the average well drilled in the U.S. has increased recently. Of interest to the marketing departments in oil field service companies is the state-by-state -state well and footage estimates that are available in the February 2018 issue of World Oil. Here is a quick summary of the highlights in certain states and plays. Starting off with the Permian Basin, it's expected to continue to drive growth and drilling activity, with Texas activity projected to increase by 10%. Though New Mexico holds much of the western portion of the Permian Basin, it has not seen the activity boost like West Texas. However, that could change in 2018. Joe, if I can interject regarding the Permian. The Texas Alliance of Energy Producers generates a measure of the health of the Texas upstream industry. It is called the Texas Petrol Index and is put together monthly by Carr Ingram in Amarillo. Carr first created this index in 1995. He collects a number of statistics like oil and gas drilling, production volume, prices, and revenues. He then combines them with employment and other state economic data. The Texas Petro Index peaked in October 2014 at an all-time high of 313. Even with 13 months of improvement, the index has only recovered 27% since hitting its bottom in November 2016. If you're interested in looking for a job or providing goods and services to the industry in Texas, following the Petro Index could be of some value. Back to Joe for more World Oil state-by-state -state drilling forecasts. Moving beyond the Permian, the number of wells drilled will also climb in the Bakken, the other major oil play, with almost a 20% increase in wells to be drilled. Another prospect getting a lot of attention in Oklahoma is called the scoop and stack play. Based on initial drilling results, it is estimated that this play can achieve prolific production rates some of the best in North America. So far, drilling activity in that region is still dominated by the independents. Now moving on to natural gas shale plays, they'll also show an increase in drilling activity. 
with a focus in the Utica in Ohio, the Marcellus in Pennsylvania and West Virginia, and the Haynesville in East Texas and Louisiana. Operators in these plays have continued to drill longer laterals to generate increased natural gas production. Shale gas activity could ramp up further as the U.S. increases efforts to export LNG around the world. Planned LNG investments to take advantage of the extensive U.S. natural gas reserves are discussed in our 2018 Downstream Petrochemicals and LNG Investment Podcast. Suffice it to say that the first terminal, Chenier, in Louisiana has already started shipping in 2016, and a new terminal in Maryland will start shipping this year. U.S. offshore activity remains in steady decline, with operators moving capital towards shale development, as we discussed earlier. Drilling in the Gulf of Mexico is in the doldrums, primarily concentrated in shallow water and offshore Louisiana. Now moving internationally, drilling outside the U.S. is forecast to increase 4.6% to approximately 43,500 wells in 2018. This forecast is led by improvements in Russia, China, Western Europe, and parts of Africa. World Oil gives a country-by-country analysis forecast of wells drilled in the key international regions, and here are a few highlights. From the standpoint of the number of wells, it is important to talk about Russia and the former Soviet Union, where now almost 20,000 wells are expected to be drilled. The consulting firm Global Data estimates that $34 billion per year will be spent on Russian and former Soviet Union field development over the next two years. Onshore products comprise over 85% of the upstream capex through 2020. China is next and is also very important, with approximately 15,000 wells forecasted to be drilled in 2018, up 7%. Generally speaking, in the Middle East, drilling has remained relatively stable over the latter half of 2017, with a slight growth of 3% expected for 2018. Turning back to North America, World Oil forecasts 7,000 Canadian wells to be drilled in 2018 a drop over 2017. Canada's biggest hurdles are the lack of market access and regulatory stability. Three major Canadian infrastructure projects have been canceled or delayed in the latter half of 2017. I should also add that oil at $60 a barrel is not as attractive for Canadian heavy oil producers as they typically need between $80 and $100 a barrel to be profitable. Turning south, the Mexican government's initiative to bolster sagging production by allowing private companies to lease drilling rights is starting to pay dividends. A giant pay zone discovered by Talos Energy in only 546 feet of water is the first offshore exploration well drilled by a private company in Mexico's history, certainly not since they nationalized the oil companies in 1938. Reuters reported that on March 2nd, that Shell was also the successful bidder on nine of the 19 offshore blocks offered by the Mexican government. World Oil expects an increase of 12% in the number of wells drilled in Mexico in 2018. Global offshore drilling will outpace the U.S. Gulf trend, gaining over 10%. One very interesting prospect is in deep water Guyana. 
With recent ExxonMobil Hess discoveries, it is estimated to have a potential of more than 3 billion barrels of oil equivalent. Another interesting development is in Israel, including Noble Energy's prospect in the Leviathan Basin, discovered at the end of 2010. Leviathan holds an estimated 22 trillion cubic feet of equivalent recoverable resources. It ranks as one of the world's largest gas finds in the last 10 years. Energen Oil and Gas plans to develop another offshore Israeli field that has an estimated 2.4 trillion cubic feet of gas and 33 million barrels of liquids. These Israeli finds and the changes in the global LNG supply patterns cited in our Oil and Gas Journal podcast will cause radical changes in the natural gas supply pattern to Europe, surely affecting Russian and Eastern European diplomacy. Again, the detailed country-by-country analysis is in the February 2018 issue of World Oil. So, Marty, there you have it. Joe, many thanks. That was a great job covering a lot of data and information. Bottom line, positive U.S. regulatory environment and strong capital expenditures confirm the World Oil 2018 theme. Led by the U.S., the global drilling recovery gains momentum. This is excellent news for the oil field service sector. I'm sure all of the companies will be pouring over the U.S. state-by-state and the international data to supplement their internal 2018 marketing and supply chain plans. All of this depends on a stable or increasing crude price. A February 21st quote in the Houston Chronicle said, the new Saudi energy minister would like to see $70 a barrel as a long-term stable number. This would be great news for everyone in the industry. We hope you've enjoyed this executive summary. For your added information, World Oil also did a longer 2018 Outlook webinar on February 22nd. It is available on their website. Again, we're really happy to have Joe's input during this session. Joe, do you have anything to add before we wrap up? Yes, Marty, I do. One of my favorite topics is understanding the impact of technology on capital spending, particularly in the drilling and completion area, but also in production. And one of the hot topics that's getting a lot of attention and action and some spend is the areas of Internet of Things, big data and analytics, particularly as applied to automated drilling, where we're seeing advancements in that area, as well as the use of big data to optimize completions and the use of analytics around maintaining production. So I'm always interested to see how these things affect the ability of EMP companies to execute, particularly in the view that we're, because of the downturn, now short of people to to do fracking and completions, but yet, drilling and completion rates continue to maintain at very highly rates. This is due to the technology impact, which is taking up or making up the difference between the number of people that formerly were needed and those needed today with this advanced technology working for the EMP companies. Thanks again, Joe. As I'm sure many of you in the industry know, there's much more to a company's EMP budget than rig count but it's going to be more important to the oil field service sector 
to find the data around completions and production and technology spend, as Joe just discussed. Drop me a note to let us know if this podcast was helpful. Two other important podcasts are already on our website. The Downstream Petrochemicals and LNG Investment Outlook from Hydrocarbon Processing and the Global Crude Supply, Demand, and Price Forecast from the Oil & Gas Journal. To learn more about how the oil and gas industry works, be sure to check out our new and improved Oil 101 modules at www.ektinteractive.com. We now offer a mobile-ready version of our popular 10-part Oil 101 series. You can watch and listen on your phone. We also offer a cost-effective design for your corporate learning system. Let us know if you're interested, and thanks again for listening.